0: everybody welcome to another comic source comic boom collaboration Uh, today we're going to be talking about a a series that recently ended from top cow who i uh, if you're a longtime listener of the comic source podcast you'll know about top cow thursdays i know i'm a big fan Uh, we've talked a lot uh, about a lot of the series they've done over the years but man they, they really do not get enough credit i feel like for some of the great books that they put out you know things like back in the day think tank Um, you know everybody knows Witchblade and Darkness but they've done things like Postal and um, I love Postal it's awesome yeah Postal's fantastic the Tithe I mean they just put out a lot of great books Eclipse is another one that I feel like not enough people uh, paid attention to but um, this is another one of those series that you know came on my radar and I read it because it was top cow I didn't know that much about it ahead of time. But when I read the first issue, I was totally blown away, both by the art and the, the concepts and the story. And, uh, you know, eventually had the creative team on to talk about it. It was my book of the week. And then the subsequent issues were were just as good. So the series is called a Siphon. And again, I, I think it's top notch. It's only a three issue series as of now. But, you know, when I, I had the creative team on, we talked about the possibilities of more uh, there's plenty of stories and, and kind of the mythology they've created lends itself to telling stories of, of different siphons. And you'll know you'll learn what a siphon is if you're not familiar as we go and talk about the book, um, but different siphons through the ages. So there's there's plenty to talk about. So uh, let me give the uh, creative team first and then uh, we'll give Rocky a chance to, to give his initial impressions of the book. Uh, so the story is by Mohsen Ashraf. And then he brought on a, a co-writer when it came time to actually write the book, Patrick Meany. The art is by Jeff Edwards. The colors are by John Kalish. Um, and it's just, it, it's a fantastic looking book, uh, artistically. And, and like I said, some really interesting concepts. So was this one that you picked up like the week it came out Rocky, like what's your, what was your take on it? When did you first read it?
1: Uh, honestly, I, I accumulate a lot of image books and, uh, I'm, uh, I never actually uh, well, I had I had read the first issue. I had actually lied to you. I said I'd read the second, I hadn't. I thought I'd only I didn't realize it was only a three issue series. I just read the first issue, forgot about it, uh just because I read so many comics and then when you said uh when you suggested let's why don't we review it, I thought it was a great idea because uh, you know, we don't review enough uh, indie comics and so when I read it I'm so glad I did because it just deals with it deals with religion and, and faith and sort of like the darkness and light and just just the themes that I, I love and it delves into all kinds of things that we'll talk about as uh, as we get into it but I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you sort of prompted me to ask me to, to to review it with you because uh, I really this is the type of comic books that I love and why I love indie comics in general is because they they deal with the topics in in a in a concrete storytelling way that we we have a great beginning middle and an end and if it's great we'll get more and if we don't we still got a great story that we got something out of
0: yeah you're right it does deal with relevant topics especially today when there's it feels like there's such divisiveness in the world and lack of empathy because one of the things that I talked with the writers about when they came on the show was this idea of of empathy and wanting to 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 perform a truly selfless act. So let, let me give like a quick recap of, of each of the issues. So in the first issue we uh we meet the main character Silas and he is uh an EMT so you know to have that sort of profession already that and, and again I'm I know I'm stereotyping and I'm sure there are people that are outside of this uh, kind of category that I'm saying here, but to do that job you do have to have some degree of empathy. You have to have a, a desire to want to wanna help people. So we're introduced to Silas, and what happens is uh, in the first couple of pages, there's a, a a woman who appears to manifest some some power where she can sense other people's pain. And as she's uh, obviously an empathetic person, she's trying to take that pain away from others, and it sort of manifests itself as this sort of pinkish glowing energy. And as she's trying to help this person, she's attacked from behind um, and ends up being killed by this very mysterious obviously um guy with evil intent uh and she manages to escape from him but is is morally wounded and so then we meet silas we find out that he's made some mistakes in his past and maybe that lends itself to some of the empathy that he feels toward others and as he's heading home from his long shift uh, uh, as an emt he is um approached by this woman that manifested the powers earlier in in kind of her her last breaths and she's sort of manifested as just energy and she passes on this power she she tells silas uh that you are worthy um you you know you're i sense that you you have the power uh, or the ability to wield the power and she gives all her energy to silas and as this energy fills him he sees these glimpses to the past of others are manifesting that same sort of energy with the pinkish glow around the eyes. They're holding these glowing uh, orbs, and the, the figures throughout the past tell them, we, we carry the sight, we're able to see other people's pain, and we can siphon that pain away from them. It gives them solace, so we carry the burdens, and, and we now carry yours. So that's how Silas gets this power. And he's not sure what to think of it. And he sort of instinctually, again, because he's an empathetic person, as he encounters people, he lives in New York City, as he encounters people over the next little time in his life, he can sense the, the negative energy, the unhappiness, you know, whatever it is that, that makes people uh, unhappy. And he, he siphons that energy away from them because he instinctively wants them to feel better. But unfortunately, that, that takes a toll. Um, you know, he starts looking a little older, it starts to affect him. And he, he feels like he, you know, the world is on his shoulders. He, He's constantly trying to take, take away people's pain. But it, it's like, I think there's an analogy later in the story, wh- where he talks about he's just bailing water out of a sinking ship, right? Like, the, as fast as he can bail, water's going to rush in faster. And so what eventually happens is he gets sort of fed up with this. And he he senses somebody who's feeling scared, who's, who's having negative emotions, and he turns into an alley and he sees this guy getting mugged and he lets his own anger, Silas lets his own anger get the best of him and he lashes out. He's able to use, actually use that energy that he has um, absorbed from all these people over the previous few weeks and he actually lashes out at the, uh, the mugger. And so uh, he passes out because of that. And, and that's not a, a power that apparently is that all the siphons have. Um, the, the siphon we saw early on in the first couple pages, Catherine, she does that to that mysterious figure. And the mysterious figure is like, whoa, I, you know, I don't know a lot of people that that can do that. That's a, a very rare thing. And so that's probably why Silas passes out. It's, it's not something they, these siphons typically are able to do, but when Silas wakes up in this, uh, in this apartment, unbeknownst to him, the figure that's there, the figure that sensed his uh, release of this energy and went and uh, and picked him up from the alley and, and bandaged up his, his wound that he received while he was confronting this mugger is actually that same guy who had evil intent who murdered Catherine in the beginning. But obviously, Silas doesn't know that. And this guy just says, you know, uh, you're not alone. You've become part of something ancient and powerful and, you know, you won't have to go through it alone. And we did see that that man, he did offer, um, in the beginning, that's why he was going after Catherine, he he, he was uh, upset with Catherine, that he apparently made the same offer to Catherine to join him, and she turned him down, so his name is Antonio, we know, we know that he has uh, not the best of intentions at heart, but Silas doesn't know that, and that's how the the first issue ends, so uh again the 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 big idea here that i that i took from this and reading it was this idea of of empathy and wanting to do something truly altruistic and this is what i talk about with the creative team who came on only the first issue had been out at that time and this idea that do you do things to help other people can can you ever truly do something that's 100 percent altruistic because in a way if you look at the character of Silas, he's helping other people, yes, as an EMT, but part of why he's doing it is out of guilt a little bit. You know, We see, uh, as I said, a flashback to his past where he had made some mistakes, and so when you think about it, do we do things to help others just because we want to do things to help others? Is it even possible as a human to do something that's 100% for someone else, or is it about the way it makes I, – I feel good because I help somebody else. Right, And it probably isn't all of one or all of the other. It's probably a little bit of both. Like most things, the truth lies somewhere in the middle. But it's a fascinating concept, and and it hooked me right away. And the other thing that's fantastic is the Jeff Edwards art, uh, especially when he gets a chance to cut loose on kind of the montage pages, whether it's Silas seeing these siphons uh, from the past or seeing um, Silas go through his, his job, go on EMT calls, there's a double page spread where we see him using his, these new abilities that he's got to, to help people out in those kinds of situations, whether it's helping to take the pain from somebody who's been injured or to take away the, the sense of loss and sorrow from the people who have just lost a loved one in an accident. So, uh, I thought the art was, was top notch as well. So, like I said, the first issue just hooked me, uh, hooked me right away. So what did you think of issue one, Rocky? Uh, well, right away, I love the theme, the The, the whole idea of,
1: uh, you know, it, it was a little depressing at first. I mean, the whole idea of, well, by helping people, it's kind of sad that every time, you know, you, when you make, you have the ability to take away somebody's suffering and make them happy, but, and they become happier. But the price you pay is that you, 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 you suddenly acquire, Silas here acquires the burden of their pain. So he takes the pain away from them, but he suffers While they become happy, he suffers, and so he takes the burden from them. It's he's almost Christ-like. He's almost Christ-like in that respect. There's there's clearly uh, one of the many themes here is like a biblical theme. You know, like Jesus Christ died for our sins. He shoulders the burden of our sins while and 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 this this Silas and represents, uh, I guess, uh, a, a a uh, benevolent force that throughout time, throughout history, going back to the you know the 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 images going back to it. Look, I saw at at the Aztecs, Vikings. I saw ancient Rome. I think I saw some Japanese samurai sort of pictures there. in that when they had the flashback, that this benevolent force has been existed since you know back in time. Now it's interesting that this Antonio character, this 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 guy who. Killed the who killed Catherine at the beginning, he clearly uh, uh we, we don't we don't find out really we we know that he's evil but we, we don't really know exactly what his take on it is in, in until the second issue. But it's it's very interesting that right off the gate, this whole idea of, you know uh you know do 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 we have to suffer to help somebody? Is it really that much of a burden? Like the right this first issue like it poses some very interesting questions the second and third issue what i like it 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 it, take, it makes it takes those issues full circle because the whole idea here it's it's you know it's happiness versus suffering and of course you don't have to you can help people and not suffer and uh of course that's what silas discovers it it doesn't have to be either or and there's a there's definitely sort of a light side dark side almost as jedi and sith sort of uh Symbology here as the story progressive progresses because this Antonio guy really is he he really su- he really sucks uh, Silas in and that really comes to a head in the second uh, second and third issue which
0: uh, I guess we'll get to in a bit. Yeah, let's let's talk about issue two uh, right now. So yeah, like I said, issue issue one ends with um with Silas being in that apartment trying to recover and uh, as issue two starts. Antony's asking him a question, and, he's, and it's a it's a fascinating thing to think about. You can't help but put yourself in the situation. At least I did. He says, if you're walking through a desert and you have just enough food and water for yourself to make it to your destination, and you know as much as it's hard this journey, you persevere because you know when you get there, uh, there there's something there that's waiting for you, a task that's waiting for you that's that, that's very important. And uh, along the journey, you come across a starving man. And he's parched, and he's just hours from death, and he asks to share the food and water, help quench his thirst, what do you do? And Silas, being who he is, immediately says, well, you share it with him. And Antonio's like, well, that seems like the right thing to do morally, but you, again, you only have just enough food and water for yourself to get to the end of your journey so you can complete your calling. And so... If you share what you have, you're actually costing two lives, you know yourself as well as this person who's in need and so the question arises um do you let that person suffer, or do you relieve him of his suffering so not only Antonio is saying, not only do you not help him by sharing, you actually kill him to end his suffering, and that's the way you quote unquote help him and uh, Silas is like oh, i don't i don't I don't know why you're asking me this i, I you know I don't know that I agree." And so uh, Antonio is trying to explain, well, you know, the moral of the story is you've been given this ancient power and you can, you know, take away people's, uh, people's pain, you know. Uh, it's not a power over life and death, but it has to do with pain and happiness, light and dark, negative and positive. Um, and you can take that power away, but it, it's, a, it's at a cost. It's at a cost to yourself. You know, you, you see it every day in the mirror. When you look already, you probably realize how worn down you are. And I know it's not an easy burden to carry, and Silas is like, "Well, if you have this power how are how are you happy? Because all I see is other people's pain, uh, and I try to ignore it, but I can't i I can't when people are suffering and Silas says, "Well, you just need to uh change your perspective right you 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 need to do something so that you're not hurting yourself. you're taking all this pain away from everybody, and, and you're you're doing like you would do in the desert, where it would end up costing your life as well as the other." The other guy's life so you know just think about a time when you're really happy and realize there's more darkness in the world but you got to focus on the light and so when you're ready come back to me I'll show you how to do this and he gives a little bit of his own happiness to uh to Silas and Silas leaves feeling you know happier than he has in a long time finally has a smile on his face and he's able to see other people's happiness instead of just seeing their darkness but there's a danger there as well And it's a danger that Silas clearly isn't aware of because as he's walking home, he comes across this young couple who seems very happy to be with each other. They seem very much in love. And he takes a little bit of their happiness without even thinking almost instinctively. But then we see in the last panel on the page that all of a sudden, as those two people go walking past them, they're not happy anymore. They all of a sudden are in a fight. They, the negative has kind of reared its ugly head. But meanwhile, Silas doesn't even notice because it feels so incredible tasting this happiness from, from others. But unfortunately it doesn't last. It, it it wears off after a little while. Silas is back to taking people's negative emotions. His girlfriend ends up leaving him because he's so negative and depressed all the time. He's at work talking to a coworker. The news is on, they're talking about all the suffering going on in the world and um, his coworker said, that's terrible. And, and Silas is like, yeah, so is everything else. His coworker is taken aback. But they're like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, the world. It's just terrible. It's always been terrible. And we're risking our lives every day so people can survive and live just so they can go on being miserable. And I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. He's changed his mind about what Antonio has has told him. He goes back to see Antonio. He's like, what, what did you do to me? I felt better than I ever had. And now I'm miserable again. And and uh, Antonio says, well, I, I showed you how to have a break from the negativity, How how powerful it could really be. And I'm happy to teach you you know, if you want. And so I think it's just a, a product of Silas feeling so bad for so long that he gives into the, to the temptation. And so first Antonio kind of with the, the spoils of the world or temptations of the material world, you know, Hey, let's get you some, some nice clothes. Let's get you, you know, looking good. You got to feel good about yourself. We'll go to some parties where celebrities are and, and that sort of thing. And uh Silas is just taken in by this again, partly because he's He's been so miserable for so long, sacrificing himself like Rocky was talking about in taking away other people's pain. And so eventually they end up at this celebrity party where uh there's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and Antonio encourages Silas to go and take a little bit of his happiness. Like this guy, he's got more than enough happiness. He just won the Super Bowl, and you know, he's a millionaire, famous celebrity athlete. He's got he definitely has some happiness he can afford to, to share with us. Uh, but Silas, he's not really prepared for the amount of happiness is there. And he ends up taking way too much. He takes so much from this guy, that the next day at practice, the guy's like collapses and he's, he's vacant. He can't remember his life. And, um, Silas realized what a terrible mistake he made. Uh, and when he goes to confront Antonio about it, cause he's like, God, Antonio, you pushed me into doing this. I wasn't ready. Um, and Antonio's like, you know, he tries to turn it back on Silas saying, you know, I told you to only take a little bit, but you didn't listen to me. But we can tell that Antonio was manipulating things. He knew exactly what would happen because what he's done is he went and put a bet out against that <laughs> quarterback's team. So he, he's like, yeah, this life isn't free. This lifestyle doesn't pay for itself. So after you overindulged, I I took advantage of that and I placed a bet. And Silas is just furious. He rips up the the ticket, the, the betting chit. And he's like, you know, we're not any better than them. You act like we're so much better because we have this power. Um, Antonio is saying, you know, we are, we are better. We sit at the top of the food chain. We're, we're the lions and the rest of the world is just gazelles. And Silas doesn't want, want to hear that. I mean, it's clear that either Antonio was always a bad guy or the power has corrupted him. And no matter what happiness or whatever temptations that Antonio has showed Silas, Silas is not going to go down that that same path. So... Antonio's expresses disappointment. He's like, you know what? I've shared my journey before most people that have the power reject it. Um, and it gets lonely to be who I am, but you know, you're just like all the others who've rejected me. You lack the vision to see, you lack the vision to realize that we're better. We are better than everybody else. And so, you know, as much as it pains me, the power will find another after you're gone because it always does. And the cycle will start over and he drugs, um, he drugged Silas, and he—he's in some way going to take the power away from him, uh, where it'll manifest in someone else. And the—the the issue ends with us seeing that that—that that story about the—the the desert and the two men is actually true, uh, and Silas was the one that chose to—to to kill the other, um, so that he could continue to survive. So, say what you want about—I uh, think I said Silas. Antonio was the one way back in the past that killed. Uh, the guy in the desert chose not to share. Uh, And it's clear that that Antonio is a survivor and always has been. But he always puts the needs of everybody else ahead of himself. And uh, what I find interesting about the siphon power is to wonder what exactly its purpose is. We don't find out in the the first three issues why it exists. (laughs) Was it always uh, an altruistic power? Uh, Maybe until it got into the hands of Antonio and he was because he's so self-centered and so uh narcissistic that he somehow turned it around or uh you know is it just like you were saying Rocky with the Jedi, right? There's good and bad sides, there's yeah. light and dark and that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah second issue really gave us a lot more context uh, and showed us what like you were saying earlier Rocky, what a bad guy uh Antonio is. Um, but, but it didn't, the second issue didn't necessarily have as much of those, or I feel like it didn't advance as far as much of those ideas of, uh, of altruism and empathy, like everything that was set up in the first issue is still here. But I I feel like that part of the story didn't advance. This was more about just giving us context so we could get to the third issue where those ideas are examined, uh a little more thoroughly. At least that's the way I felt. I don't know. What'd you think of issue two?
1: Well, uh, issue two, I I thought really, it helped to flush out the, the the primary themes for me. Uh, what I find interesting is that this, this, this power, the, the, where one can either, you can, you can use this power to take people's happiness away for yourself, or you can take people's suffering away. Uh, and, but experience their pain while giving somebody else joy. In my view, what I, what I love, what I love about, uh, what, uh, writer, uh, Mosin Ashraf has done here, along with Patrick Meany in telling this story, is that this is really making manifest the power that we all have anyway. We all have the ability to be kind to some people, to be kind to each other, to love each other, to help each other. And guess what? Sometimes when you help somebody, you have to sacrifice. Sometimes you experience pain when you help others. That's just reality. Helping others isn't always, it's often not an easy thing to do. Some people die helping others. Some people give their lives helping others. We do this already. But in this comic, this is making manifest, I mean, th- this power, this light, which is, it, it can be used for good or it can be used for ill. And uh, that that's what that's what really comes through here. I find it interesting here how Antonio justifies his use of the power. And he's, he's so manipulative. You know, he says pain creates pain, joy creates joy. And, you know, it's amazing how Antonio manipulates Silas. He gets him, Silas, to be, uh, Silas to be selfish under the pretense of self help and moving towards your own happiness. And he doesn't, he doesn't, Antonio doesn't consider it. Stealing the happiness of others. He views it as sharing happiness. No, no, no. We're borrowing. We're just sharing happiness. It's all a bunch of nonsense. It's pure selfishness, but that's the temptation. It's almost like that, that snake in the Garden of Eden. You know, it's like, you know, don't eat the apple. You know, all you had to do, you could enjoy Eden. All you had to do was leave the apple alone. Just don't go near the tree, but you couldn't do it you couldn't do it instead you decided to 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 presume to to judge the rules to to judge paradise to question it and and of course that's exactly what antonio is 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 akin to eve to uh, who bit the apple and silas of course doesn't ultimately you know he 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 ultimately to his credit doesn't doesn't fall for it but um as you said this uh, I I really liked how this uh, this really plays out, and, and I, I love the themes because it just it just makes us all think and sort of reevaluate our uh, reevaluate our own choices. And you know, look, er, er, the choices we make uh, sometimes you know it's like uh, uh, th- that old expression: "You get back what you give." And so, if you realize, and if you've truly experienced in your life that you get back what you give, you're very careful what you give out. <laughs> so you want to give out love and kindness and everything else. And not to get all self-help here, but to be blunt, this is one of the themes here. That's what I like about it. It's a nice little reminder that, you know what, you might not appreciate that being a nice person is going to, that that karma is going to come back to you, uh, but but do it anyway and you'll discover it. But often the easy way out, that short-term uh if if you're just in this for the short term for the quick buck or the quick or the or the immediate satisfaction often it does come at the price and expense of others and so it's you know i think the, there's that theme here and that's just from the second issue and uh moving into the third uh the, the third really drives at home that third issue which you'll get into next
0: yeah i think it's and it's important to go back to something i said earlier these ideas of you know getting back what you what you put out there and and trying to be kind, and it goes back to that idea of empathy, and how relevant this story really is now, when everything is so divisive. And you know, I, I'm as guilty of it as as the next person, maybe not as bad as as some. Um, when we're accusing people of knowing what their motivations are, but you got to take a step back and be be at least try to put yourself, be willing to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, because unless you've walked a mile in someone else's shoes. And I know that's, you know, we're speaking metaphorically here, but unless you've been through somebody's life experiences, you can't really truly understand where they're coming from. Um, and I feel like there's plenty of people that are that make judgments these days um, and, and assign motivations to why people are making the decisions they're making. Um, and again, if if there was just a little more empathy, we I think we'd, we'd all be a little bit better off. Uh, so the third issue kind of brings it all home it's a very sort of wild and esoteric issue. And when I talked to the creative team, but to a man, they were all really excited to have this out in the world. And they, they mentioned, uh, incept the movie inception uh, a little bit. And, uh, they all singularly gave praise to, uh, the art by Jeff Edwards here. And he does a, a fantastic job. We get a, we get a couple glimpses in issue one and two of, of what Jeff's capable of when he does these sort of big giant montage pages. But, uh, when we're in this issue, we're effectively spend the first half to two thirds of the issue sort of inside Silas's mind where Antonio has sort of taken up residence and appears to be drawing power directly from uh, Silas. And it's the first half to two thirds of the story is about Silas trying to figure out and realize that there's strength in who he is. Um, even if he thinks that it's its weakness. And so the, the scenes and the art is just breathtaking. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And what happens is because of the connection to the power, Silas is actually able to communicate with previous siphons uh, from throughout the years. Some who've uh, run across um, Antonio in the past, some who've taken him up on his offer, some who haven't. And as, Uh, Antonio is sort of literally mining and excavating all the moments that brought – all the moments of Silas's life that brought him joy, leaving only the darkness. Um, Silas feels like he's losing more and more of himself. Um, And as Silas talks to some of these previous siphons, it's really profound what they tell them or what they tell Silas and and basically the message is you're not weak because all you have left are the darker moments in your life, right? If all that's left is, is the moments of fear, the moments of, you know, giving in to temptation, the moments of, of, you know, not being a good person, you, you can, because of that, you can hold yourself back, but you've always been a person that thinks of others before yourself and you carry around this guilt because of things you've done in your past that maybe were out of your control. And if you can't find a way to, you know, forgive yourself and move past those moments of weakness and sort of embrace them as, as part of who you are, you're never going to be free. You know, you're not, you're not the first person that Antonio approached. And some of us joined him. Some of us didn't, some of us, uh, Hit ourselves away, but eventually we all, uh, you know, we're all human and we all died. We all succumbed to our, our fate, but the power survives. And so you're part of this community that has used this power to, to help other people. And 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 the power has chosen you for a reason. So you can't think of yourself as, as weak. You have to think of yourself as strong. Uh, and if all Antonio is leaving you is the, what you call the darkness in you, then use that because it's just as much a part of you as uh, as the positive is, right? So un- the, Antonio has joined himself to you, so he can take the you know the joy and the happiness from you, but that's actually what's making him vulnerable. So you think of it as weakness. Don't think of it as weakness. Think of it as just a, a another part of you and something you can use because you you are strong and you have used negative emotion before and, uh, and used it as an, an, uh, to attack somebody. And she's referring to the, the moment in, in, uh, the first issue where, uh, Silas reached out with the power and used it against that mugger. And Silas is like, well, but I don't know how I did it. It was, it was just instinct. And then the, the, her, her point, this ciphers of the faster points, like, okay, so you did it out of instinct. That means you instinctively know how to do it. You have the knowledge that's what you need to do. You need to unleash that. And so he does, he finds a way to, to accept that all of that is part of him, whether all those moments, whether they're good or bad, light or dark, joy or, uh, or fear. Um, and when he confronts Antonio with it, Antonio a bit surprised uh, and in fact looks sort of scared. Um, and it, I feel like it's not just Silas, who's unleashing this energy, but all of the siphons, this long line back to the beginning, who have been manipulated or hurt or lived in fear of Antonio before, and they're all there as kind of his his backup. And Antonio's like, "Look at all them. They all died. I'm still alive." But is this what you want? You want to die alone, like all of they all of them did? And I love Silas's response. He's like, "Well, better to die a man than a, scr- a scrounging scavenger like you are." Uh, and and Silas is, again, always trying to manipulate, you know, always trying to turn the tables. Okay, then go, go ahead. Go ahead and, you know, try to be the hero and, and just stick a, a Band-Aid on the gaping wound that is humanity. It won't make a difference in the long run because you, you may have learned to, to channel your own energy, but you're still going to die. But if you come with me, I can teach you how to live forever. And, and obviously uh, Silas doesn't want to have anything to do with that. He's like, you know what? I, I've already learned. There's nothing you can teach me that I want to know. I've already learned to accept all of who I am whether the good with the bad uh and at that point it's when Antonio realizes he's in trouble Silas unleashes the power it's a brutal visual his head like practically melts off his neck uh and that uh, at least in the world inside uh, Silas's head what happens in reality is um is uh Antonio goes into a coma um and that allows Silas to to break out. He's, he's much more at peace. Uh, as time goes on, he goes back to his job. He reconciles with his, uh, his girlfriend. Um, and he actually confides in her, which I think is a really good thing for him to do because I think that's a way for him to gain some happiness, um, whether he takes it from her directly or just the fact that he has her in his life. And he has someone to talk to about um, his power and what he can do and the fact that he's going to continue to use it and and to take uh, pain away from others because that's just who he is, um, but like all good stories or or cliched stories, maybe I'll say, uh, Antonio's not quite gone, and he he's uh, in a coma in the hospital, and somebody comes and and takes him away, and it, it does uh, leave the door open for more uh, more to this story, as well as like I said when I talked to the creative team, there's all these past siphons. Where they can tell stories uh, you know back in the past and even future siphons, so it's really a concept that lends itself to being able to tell uh, a lot of great stories but I love the message here you know not to be too corny, but uh, just the idea that we are all the sum of our uh, all of our experiences both the good experiences and the bad experiences, and you can't get too caught up in punishing yourself for the bad experiences that you've gone through because those experiences have those experiences have shaped. Who you are now, and you know you try to do your best and try to be a good person, uh, but you have to be willing to forgive yourself for making mistakes. None of us are perfect; we're all human, uh, and you have to be willing to accept the good with the bad, which is uh, a lesson that Antonio apparently never learned. Um, it seems like he he sort of is in denial about what a horrible person he is, um, but he, he he neglected kind of his downfall his conceit, his arrogance was the fact that he was only taking the positive energy from Silas, not realizing how much power there was in the negative energy as well. So yeah, just a fantastic series. And I can't overstate enough how amazing the art in the last issue is like buying and reading this whole issue is worth it for the art in the last issue alone. Like it is that fantastic. I mean, I was just blown away. What do you think uh, of the the finale, Rocky? Yeah, I
1: I, I love this, and uh, there's this was my favorite issue. There are multiple pages in this third issue that were absolutely gorgeous, uh, and just double, you know, just double page spreads. Just that my favorite pages were the his was when his basically his head his head is basically melted off. Uh, which, I mean, that, that's a fantastic visual. Kudos to Jeff Edwards. Uh, the color, the, the this issue had the best colors out of all three. issues. John Kalisi, I guess. John Kalisi, fantastic colorist, does a bang up job here. Uh, the, the, it's funny that, uh, I don't know if I'm revealing too much about myself, but I actually relate more to the bad guy in this, <laughs> Antonio, uh, because, uh, and maybe it's just because I'm 52 and I've uh, I've had some life experience myself, been through a divorce, been through a couple of ringers myself, and uh, I haven't always been on the side of angels, but uh, uh, it's always the darkness that you avoid that comes back to haunt you. And what I find interesting about this issue is that I, I almost interpret like Silas here uses pain as a weapon. And ultimately it's, it, it's that he utilizes the pain that he's got built up as a weapon against Silas, but but as as the other uh, s- siphons tell silas like about antonio antonio's gone his whole life all his all of his lifetimes embracing uh embracing joy and pleasure and and antonio has always avoided darkness he has steal he has stolen happiness and he's avoided the darkness and so, really, to defeat to defeat Antonio, all you really have to do is reveal to Antonio the darkness that Antonio has been avoiding. That's always been inside Antonio. Your darkness never leaves you. It's it's. I'm reminded of the words of Carl Jung. He says it's always those little things that you avoid in your life that come back to haunt you as fate. And, uh Antonio is finally getting his comeuppance. All that all that time, all all that darkness that that he's been avoiding throughout all his lifetimes and cheating and cheating is uh, and avoiding dealing with his own demons by by embracing the happiness and joy of others and stealing it. All he's been doing is avoiding his own problems. You can't avoid your problems because they're there. They're still within you and the the way I sort of metaphorically interpret this and uh, in my own way to to give it more meaning for for me is it, it's when you it's when you realize that you know you can only pretend to be happy so long if you're not you can always put on a shell for so long until you're not you can surround yourself you can buy yourself all the toys you can uh, have all the material possessions you want but at the end of the day if you're alone like like Antonio is and you got no friends <laughs> who cares if you're immortal and you've got all the money in the world. He's got no friends, and Antonio still hasn't learned that lesson. He's, he's still practicing that avoidance, and he gets, he gets what's coming to him at the end. Uh, I, love the, I love the ending, and, and I don't know if you caught this, uh, Jace, but I, I didn't discover, as I was preparing to review this, I was wondering what the name of Silas's girlfriend was, and I don't think her name was revealed until the third issue. And her name is Livia like L I V I A. What a beautiful yeah. name, Livia. And I thought, well, isn't that appropriate? You know, here's a guy who, you know, he's he's embraced his, his the, you know, the light side. He's I guess he's the Jedi to Antonio's uh Sith, and he's got a girlfriend named Livia, and uh, I just thought that was nice. And so he gives his uh, girlfriend a nice reward by give uh, you know, take, you know, giving her some joy and some happiness at the end. And this this was just a a really this is exactly I went through a, a whole slew of years where I've I've read I've read a pile of uh, of self help books and uh, I'm uh, I am a family law uh, lawyer by occupation so I've read a lot of relationship books as well in the context of my job and uh, I can tell you that uh, I, I do find it interesting and it's these types of stories that I think make people think because if i can see myself in a character that's kind of reprehensible then then hopefully i'll learn something from that uh just as i as i can maybe take a lesson and be inspired by the protagonist uh, uh Silas in this story so all in all just a a really great a really great three issues it's so nice to read a comic book that that has a done you know a beginning middle and an end a great message beautifully drawn bright vibrant colors Good versus evil, uh, a solid message, and at the end, the good guy wins. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you just can't get
0: better than that. So this was a, this was a, a pleasure to read. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and and the idea of of that comeuppance, and and you know, like you said, you can only you can only pretend for so long, or, or head down a certain path for so long before the payment comes due, and the payment comes due for uh, Antonio. You know, he he he. Beg, borrowed, cheated, and stealed for as long as he could, and, and eventually the bill came due, and it was a huge price that he had to pay. Now, what I wonder, and again, like I agree with you, it's great to, to read a comic with a beginning, middle, and end. I want more because it's done so well, but at the same time, do I want more with Antonio? Who Who is this she that uh, possibly might have the power to restore Antonio? Because here's the thing I wonder about. Uh, and maybe it can be done in in the right way, or maybe Antonio's just beyond redemption, but for him to have put off everything for as long as he as long as he did, you know in terms of being empathetic, being part of the world, because really, like you said he's alone and he's he's put himself in his own words he's put himself above he's a lion, and everybody else is a gazelle he's isolated himself, but at the end of the day he's still human, even if he's long lived or u- uses the power to become immortal but now the bill has come due. He's paid an incredible price. Has he learned the lesson? Would it be a more powerful story if the story does continue that in the end, Antonio much like, I guess I'm drawing more star Wars, uh, you know, Jedi Sith, uh, comparisons here, much like Darth Vader in return of the Jedi, where he eventually turns on the emperor. Could we see something (laughs) similar with Antonio? If Silas has to, you know, if he's the protagonist, if he has to take on this, she, whoever she is, um, And that's going to rescue Antonio. And then Antonio realizes, look at this incredible cost I've paid because I've chosen to turn my back on the community. And that word is used in the series, the community of siphons. He's putting himself even above those. So would that be a more powerful message going forward that even Antonio, uh, even an old dog can learn new tricks or or that sort of thing. But uh, again, it's not 100% necessary. I hope for the creative team because I know they want to – work more in this world that they do get a chance but this does completely stand on its own the art is incredible highly encourage everybody pick up the trade paperback pick up the single issues um you know we got the holidays coming up this is a great story for anybody who is interested in in comics or supernatural or just really fun self-contained stories you know if you know somebody in your life that has an interest in reading or getting into comics loves you know the mcu or dc movies or whatever because this is uh, one and done. You don't need to know anything about it. That barrier to entry that we always hear people uh, talk about with com Well, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to read. It's I'm I'm confused by it all. We don't have to be confused. Just <laughs> give them the trade paperback of Siphon, and that's all they need with uh, with the incredible art. So, shout out to the creative team. Uh, it's, it's an absolutely amazing series. Great job, uh, everybody over at Top Cow. That uh, I don't know if it was probably it was probably matt hawkins uh but could have been somebody else that gave a green light to the series uh once again showing great judgment so uh yeah just completely fantastic gets my high, highest recommendation love that it makes you think and love that it has a uh, fantastic art so uh any final thoughts as we're closing up here rocky uh no man i th- i think we said
1: it all just a, it's a it's a, g- a great message great comic with a good message and
0: a and a and a happy ending god forbid <laughs> yeah, God forbid. So, Okay, everybody, that's going to do it for this episode. We want to thank you for joining us as always. Don't forget, if you're listening to us audio only on the podcast, be sure you head over to YouTube. Look for the Comic Space Boom! channel. That's Rocky's channel where he puts out reviews just like this one as well as uh, plenty of other content, uh, shows off his uh, amazing collection, favorite books, all that sort of stuff. So be sure you head over there, subscribe to his channel, ring that notification bell so uh, you know when new content is coming out. Conversely, if you're checking us out on the Comic Boom channel and you want to be sure not to miss any of the other Comic Source content, just go to your favorite um, iPad or uh, smart device, Android phone, whatever it is. Go to your uh, podcast app, do a search for the Comic Source, you'll find us there, or you can head over to iTunes or Google Google or Stitcher or uh, whatever platform you use to to find your uh, podcast. We're on all of them. And uh, subscribe to us so you're sure not to miss any of the the episodes either. So uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us as always, and we will talk to you next time. See you later. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple.